All right, guys, before we get started, uh, I don't know if you all noticed, but Joe is not with us today, and uh, I I have to tell you the reason why. Um, There were a lot of complaints about his question about the four-year-olds last week. Joe got canceled. Rightfully so. Joe has been cancel cultured. Uh, I'll just read you some of the emails I got. Joe is a stupid duty face. Um, how dare you? How dare you say it would take hundreds of children to overpower you? My little Timmy could do it all on his own. And then there's one from another. It looks like probably another kid. I'll meet you out back afterwards, pussy. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been asked to maybe take a break from Joe. Um and uh, go in a different direction. So uh, we were out in the street before this this podcast, and uh, we found someone to come in and fill in for him. Um, what's your name, sir? Kmart Joe. Kmart Joe? Bargain Basement Joe? I would feel like I'm more of a Dollar Tree Joe. I still am a Bengals fan, which qualifies me for a dollar store etiquette. Do you know the Bengals theme song? I do not, but I did hear him sing it. So. Okay, okay. Unfortunately. Um, so you're in. For For the record, we'll just call you Michael. I am Michael. How are you doing today? Good to have you here. Thank you for, uh, I, I mean, I realized part of it was probably it's raining so hard outside. You were just eager to get in from the rain, but um, we'll take what we can get. This is a trial basis. We'll see how it goes. Um, this show is basically... I'll just say this. If 20 years ago someone had told me I would be doing a podcast that's on the internets with my friends just talking bullshit and get paid for it, I would have told them they were crazy. And they are because we're not making any money at all. I was going to say, you're getting paid? (laughs) Somebody please help us. I was worried I was going to have to pay. Letting you guys come in. Let me come into the heat out of the rain. Um, is that still an option anyway, just for my own pleasure? We we still have another hour. Uh, sure. I wasn't sure how long. We're just getting started here. we had here. That's what she said. Anyways, welcome to episode five in an unending series of episodes. Welcome to Blindsided. Hello, fellas. As you know, we have many important topics to get to today, but I will say that I'm really riled up with something Joe said earlier to us before he was uh, canceled, which is he said, what, what's the best condiment? And he only gave us two, first of all, ketchup or mustard. Yeah. And then he had the nerve, the nerve to say, well, obviously mustard. So. My question is, I'm going to give you four. Well, I, you know what? One of them doesn't even count because if anybody says it's their favorite, you can just leave now. Ketchup, mustard, relish, and mayonnaise. What's the best condiment? Well, he said which would win in a fight. <laughs> is that what he said? So <laughs> everything's fights with him. I know. Yeah. He, 
<laughs> I think he has a lot of insecurities. All right, well, let's go with that. So uh, under that premise, I think we have to think about which is the strongest. And in that case, it actually could be mustered. It could win the fight. Yeah, I agree with Joe, but now, go ahead. That's not the most pleasing kind of I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. What was Joe's, uh, just so I, I don't have listen to a podcast, I have nothing to listen to because most all of my expensive electronics have been sold. <laughs> so I could... Build a shanty. Can I say you have a great voice for a street person? <laughs> well, Which we're getting to that question. So uh, there's a lot of coding that goes down my throat to make sure I have this melodic <laughs> voice at all times. So I'm still going with ketchup. Oh, ketchup is by far my favorite. You know, uh, in a fight, even because I mean, ketchup's going to take a beating, and you're not even going to know it because he's already red. I mean, mustard can be spicy, but it's also can be sort of plain. Mayonnaise just uh, that would probably win another contest, sexually related. And relish is just disgusting. It's not going to win anything. The thing that mustard has going for it is how many different kinds there are. You know, ketchup. You got your Hunts. You got your Heinz. That's pretty much it. It's all ketchup, though. Even though Heinz is dead to me because of the Steelers. I love Heinz. But it's all just ketchup. It's not spi- spicy brown is different exactly. than yeah. stadium is different than yellow. We need, we need a golden voiced hobo in here every week. <laughs> Don't we? Well, here's what I'm going to say. I know different condiments fight off different animals when I've been sleeping in the woods sometimes. Mm. So I know that if I smother my... I'm less likely to get attacked by a raccoon or a possum to whereas when I am out in, I don't know, Silver Springs Park somewhere and I slather myself in spicy mustard, it keeps the any of the ice fishermen away. Mm, good point. Or what their catches. Did you ever wonder that when people say they saw a rat that was the size of a dog, if they really saw a possum? Do you ever wonder about that? No, I because do. I've seen giant rats. Not that big, though. You've never seen a rat that was bigger than a possum. Well, I've fought big possums. Case closed. But there are <laughs> tinier possums that I definitely try to intimidate if they come after my any of my belongings. Well, here's something I wanted to ask you, because I want to ask anytime we have a guest on now. What's been your favorite episode so, po- so far? What part? <laughs> well again unfortunately you just basically pulled me off the street enticed me with booze and then I <laughs> so I was like out of the rain and happy so hey we didn't play the theme song did we uh, we added we added that in later we're gonna edit it in later <laughs> yeah, with the magic nice. of uh, Christian out there he'll just drop it wherever I want it that's nice that's what she said that works <laughs> Okay, I, back back to the mustard for one second. Mustard, though, is my answer. It there, there's different grades, like to your S- point, spicy yeah, mustard, right? So all, you couldn't have resist. like you know German food, like schnitzel or you know the sausages or whatever, and had ketchup on it. So right, they, they each have their place. I I don't know if that's an endorsement for which one's better. Right tool for the right job. <laughs> that I agree with you there. Listen, this whole this whole episode is turning into that's what she said. I think that the fact, I, can we get back to the fact that he's trying to really like everybody has their place over here? This guy, should I be worried about anything that's going on over here? Is For sure. Gonna, okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
he's gesturing towards Scott. He's going to get the most of my attention so he doesn't do anything harmful. That reminds me of my dad's drunk days when I would, <laughs> was younger. Scott, are you a hostile drunk? No, I'm the friendliest drunk. I don't know. Come no, on. No, no. Like if you graft it, like if you're chilling, playing charty party, my drunkness would go from, you know, or my friendliness would go from like low to really peak at about, you know, two hours or so to asleep. You know, like yeah. that, that'd be my chart. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering where I'm going to find those cufflinks at the end of the night. <laughs> that's you, you noticed well, I wear my French cuffs. Well, that, those, that's yeah. a good question. What kind of drunk are you? Um, for me, uh, I think because I don't like humans and I don't like to be touched or, or talk to people or look at people or engage with people. The only time I'm really friendly is when I've had a few, when I've loosened up a bit. Now, it used to be in my younger days. When I, when I had a few in me, I was just a belligerent asshole and just looking for a fight. But now, I just want to hang out. and It's good. Now that's at mile 85 of a 100-mile race. Yeah, unless it's then. <laughs> How about you, Michael? What kind of drunk are you? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Frequent. Yeah. You. Uh, I mean, you go through a pint. You know, an hour or two later, you got to go back to the store, buy another pint, you know, a couple, you got to make that maybe last a little while because they got to do a shift change. Otherwise, you look like an alcoholic <laughs> and then you go back later and then you've got your late crew repertoire. 40 ounce beer is a really economical way to get drunk. Uh, I prefer to be more of your blackout style, stumble around, <laughs> you know, you shiver, you get drunk, you're warm, you wake up shivering and then you're like, oh, hey. Wake up. That's an alarm. My vibrate. You have a phone, I would assume. I see you're flaunting all of your technology around right now. So I would assume it has like a massive vibrate. Um, So like that, my shivering wakes me up and tells me I need to get drunk so I can try to sleep. And forget that I'm lonely and sleeping outside. And I'm going to hobo school over here. All right, I have a question for us. We digress a lot. Um, I didn't get to talk about what kind of a drunk I was. Oh, please do. Right. We already know. Unless you, you drink like gin, to you never on. get drunk. That's why I didn't say anything. I know my place is the bottom. I'm bottom bitch here. So I was letting everybody else, all of you sophisticated humans, speak first. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us what kind of drunk you are. I I don't know like uh, if it's the Irish thing, but I feel like I don't really get drunk. Like I drink a lot and I continue to drink. And like, that is the Irish thing. I think it is like, I, I think eventually like I fall off the table, but I never feel or act really drunk. That's true. Yeah. Last week yeah. we kind of went at it pretty hard and yeah, um, yeah you kept yeah. your wits about you best, better than anyone. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much the same all the way up until I'm not functioning. Yeah. I was the designated driver and you were functioning at least as well as I was. Was that last week? Yeah, I was weird. hiding underneath that staircase. I think I saw you guys leave the here, right? The same place. Like a lot of good food scraps get left in some of those trash cans because there's a lot of like couture places around here. So listen, like to we're going to take area. you out to dinner afterwards and keep you warm. I don't know if I will be allowed. In, there's a some people have seen some of my private areas in this part so i don't know if i'm allowed on some of the establishments around uh, here uh, spoiler alert i'm pretty sure when i've been running through here people have seen my private areas too <laughs> there's not always a bathroom when you need one you know we met some fans last week we went yes. to a local establishment and um yeah some people were really interested in what we were doing 
Yes. Um, That's good. Yeah, they, they asked us some really hard-hitting and insightful questions like, how do you watch a podcast? Yep. Um, I will say in her defense, there are, um, you know, video podcasts. But there are. She didn't mean that. She, she that's not, not what she meant. But she also asked, like, you're from Twinsburg? Yeah. yeah. What's it like way up there? Yeah. Yeah. Twinsburg, Maine is what she, was, what she meant, maybe. Yeah. I think there's only one Twinsburg. Really? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Oh. Do all the rich people live up on top of the hill by the water tower? Is that what she thinks? I've, I've hidden over in that area. Listen, There's I don't want to kill a demographic. Was. I'm not sure she was thinking too much of anything. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, she she was nice lady. Yeah, nice lady. nice lady. She was a nice drunk, but kind of a <laughs> it slowed her cognitive abilities. Yes. Interesting. So on that topic, I mean, I could ask you something, you know, about your personal history. What was the age of everyone's? First sexual encounter here. Or we could go with number of partners. Consensual or, or not consensual. <laughs> Weirdest Why sexual experience. Funny? Let's go with that. I think Perry and I just got blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. That's funny. Funny. That, that was my idea for our guest. And now you have to answer <laughs> You don't have to. I won't make you guys. Just like I didn't make Joe talk about losing his phone last week. He agreed to it. Um, yes. So sexual encounter, like um, full act? It, the the little lawn gnome with the sailor cap on looks a little upset right now. <laughs> like he's, no. Okay, I wasn't sure. I don't know these gentlemen. I mean, I, I can go well first. From the little bit of what I've seen, but like he looked like a little dumbfounded here. No, I was thinking about what I was going to say. Oh. I mean, if you want to go weirdest, I mean, probably uh, I was going to make something up. I can't even do it. A anyways, uh, I can tell you as a youngster, all of my girlfriends were probably six to eight years older than me. So the best story I have is I was a sophomore or junior in high school, um, and I was actually working as a manager for a local drugstore while going to school, and the assistant manager, who I won't say her name, just in case, um, was 22, so I was 16 or 17. Oh, my goodness. We got along really well. <laughs> and the best part was I was in the same grade and friends with her brother, and he was not happy at all. <laughs> and we would literally just go to her apartment with her. She had a roommate and they would feed us alcohol, me and my friends. And it was the greatest. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Did you get now grades? looking back on it? It's called grooming. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now looking back on it. It was sexual assault. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it's like those stories you hear about teachers and you're always like, uh, if I was a kid when that teacher did that, I'd be so excited and be like, I don't know. Is a dad now? Eh, no, I don't think I would be so excited. I recently no. read that. So um, I know Andy, you've watched this uh, made made for love on uh, mm -hmm. HBO. That was based on a book. Same author, Alyssa Nutting, I think wrote this book called Tampa. And it's about a 20 something teacher who has the hots for 14 year old boys. It is so uncomfortable. I, I read it. I checked it out from the library. 
So bad. It was so uncomfortable, but I read the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, you man. went on a list, I think. That's a good point. For sure. <laughs> I found that out the hard way at the library, some of the things I looked up. Because <laughs> I don't have a fancy phone like you, sir. Yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> no, I, it's not luck. It's Dodge Jail. What else you guys got? Well, Unless, I mean, uh, well you, oh, guys still have, you guys owe me some stories. Right, right. So, you know, first encounter. I mean, you know, so we grew up in the country. We were good people, you know, good, good mayonnaise militia sorts. And um, <laughs> so, of course, mine was on my honeymoon night. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> was that your weirdest or was that your, oh, okay. you didn't clarify which question he asked. Well, oh, before I, you I, go back, uh, so um, my wife and I had been dating for like close to five years before we got married, I think. And uh, so our honeymoon night, actually, first of all, her dad was awesome. So we had, we were in Delaware and we were at this country club and drinking tons and his her dad was like we can't take the 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 keg home and they own the keg but we can take the beer like that sort of stuff so yeah yeah so i mean adrian and i had been together so long we were just like to all our friends hey why don't you guys come back to our room and party <laughs> and that's what we did for our honeymoon because <laughs> we were like okay well ain't nothing special happening here tonight that we ain't done before <laughs> you know what i mean well, with that in mind, I have the next question, and it's on a similar theme. A plenty, of, I have plenty of embarrassing moments. Yeah. What? Please oh, proceed. To, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, are we going current or previous life? So <laughs> my current lifestyle, you know, I met mm-hmm. a I met a woman. She felt bad for me, so she invited me into a bar. We had a few drinks. She invited me back to her place because I said I didn't have a place to stay. Um, we get kind of hot and heavy. One thing leads to another. She, and I mean, I don't know what your feelings are on the pandemic. I've seen a lot of people get sick in these encampments that I've been in before, which is colds and syphilis and whatever. So like, I know things get passed around. So I was worried about COVID. So I was telling her to kind of like, we can bump uglies, but I don't really want to I don't know you well enough, and I live out in a tent in a field, so, like, you don't know where my mouth has been. Me, like, I remember getting beat as a kid and didn't want to do that to somebody, so it was like I tried to be a harbor of these feelings and find out what was going on with her before I... Um... (laughs) I feel like... We're in a penthouse letters story right now. Oh, I just, it's, I mean, I felt bad because like she wanted me to do those exact things. And like, of course I did it because I was going to try to get a warm bed for the night and see if I could swindle a couple of meals or maybe steal some money out of her purse. So like I was willing to like leave some scratch marks on her and leave massive hickeys and, you know, unfollow. So... We're no longer inviting him out to dinner. <laughs> I just unfollowed you. Yeah. Jesus has left the chat. Joe's looking so much better right now. <laughs> I hope this isn't considered a family podcast. Well, we are trying more. not to make it one, so okay, that, that's not helpful. anymore. I would say in my younger life, when I was in college, I dated a, 
a yoga instructor instructor was like 25 years older than me. And that was just like a, an introduction to like Kama Sutra and everything, which made me be even in my hobo life, like maybe still be like caring of other people's needs. Like when I go through your trash, like I make sure I tie the bag back up it's and very, put it back in the can. That is what I have manners. Get. It's and, very considerate. Yeah. I just don't have like the skills to be successful as a human. Well, that's, that's apparent. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> All right. You so got a my question? question was going to be, so thinking back to when you were younger, having mm-hmm. your first experiences, do you have, you know, more sex now, more or less, you know, than what you thought you'd be having at this point in your life? Oh, God. Much more, and I get paid for it. Mm, that's nice. Uh, I would say much less than I thought, but than I thought when I was younger, it was just going to be nonstop sex all the time, and that's not a dig at my wife or anything. It's just like not realistic. We don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have shit to do. I mean, I've got a podcast empire to start. You got to sleep. Yeah, I got to sleep. Work and kids and yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's depressing now. I'm about right where I thought. Younger I Andy, if you're out there, <laughs> run. Run as fast as you can to sex because you're not going to have it as much as you want when you have kids and a dog and a job and responsibilities. But you're going to have this awesome podcast. So wait, think about that too. Uh, okay. All right, I'm back. Sorry. I'm hoping that maybe podcasts travel through time. There was a movie about that, I think, where somebody talked on the radio to their... Frequency. Yes. That's that's my big give to the podcast is I get all the obscure references. I sat in somebody's bushes and watched that through the living room window. (laughs) Could you hear it or you just watched? Uh, I was close enough that I could hear it and not leave fog marks to make them suspicious. Good. Mm. I'm pretty good at that now. I have uh, got enough time in the field. Everybody has their own kind of trained craft. I feel like mine has been hoboing. Hobo 101. Yeah. I'll give you the 102 later. <laughs> How about you, Barry? I- I'm right where I thought I would be. I, I you know, I, I didn't have uh, a super dim view of what it would like to be. be- you know, I had reasonable expectations going in, I think. And, I, you know, I'm, I am, I'm 52. I'm, I'm not like, it's not like I'm 18 anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm right where I, where I, where I thought I would be and right where I need to be. Michael, how about yourself? Um, sounds like you're, you're getting an unlimited amount. Is that what you expected? I mean, when you have to make ends meet and do some things that you're not always proud of and places that you're not always proud of, but you got to feed the, feed the bills. Feed the bills. Yep. I say that to myself every day. Every day. Got to get up and feed those bills. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yep. This is exactly what that Hudson mayor had in mind right here. I think so. All right. <laughs> it's time for a game. We can't call it what it is because I'm not sure about copyrights. Um, so we're going to call it Philly word game. So you each have a sheet with someone else's name on it. I'm going to. I'm going to start and go through my list and then whatever's not left filled in on your list, we'll let the next person go. So when your person's name on your list comes up, fill it in. 
So, a noun. Hey, guys. I had this great idea for a game, obviously, and it went horribly wrong as far as podcasting goes. It was boring and long, and my original solution was... And the great part about this is I'm going to tell Christian to speed this up two times. So this whole section goes really fast until we get to our answers. It's going to have to. A lot of dead air. But then I thought some of you listened to it on double speed anyways, so that might be really weird. So here's just a few snippets from it. The rest is pretty darn boring. So enjoy. Am I supposed to be writing this stuff down? Yes. Where do I put it? If you have nouns, you write them in the first noun section. I don't have a noun section. I got numbers. Okay, well, then you have no nouns. My I noun thought I was just stupid. Was, uh, what are adverbs? Uh, body washer. Hudson Mayor. I've done that. I know you have. It didn't pay as well for as dirty as it was. Scott, I botched yours, so we're going to do yours first, and we're just going to do it in real time as we go through. Okay. All right, Barry. Just start reading his, and he's going to fill it in as he goes. Oh, man. This one is called, just so you know, I tried to, like, sort of line them up with our personalities. This one's called My Go-Kart Race. Oh, shit. I left the smell jar on the truck. Uh, Oh, you'll have to go get that at some point. Go ahead. The numbers don't mean anything, though, do they? My name is Snuggles. (laughs) You don't have to write it down. Just keep going. And I am the world's most horny go-kart rider. <clears throat> On the date, pick a date. Next week, February 17th, I will be competing in a three-person race, which includes myself, anybody else. Uh, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott's mom. There we go. That's okay, though. They are a bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> Perfect. In order for me to come first in this race, I will need to fix my coming first. Is it? Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I think I'm going to have to work on my chi for this to work. <laughs> I will need to fix my uh, penis. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> Your erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But this can be fixed using my trusty street person medicine. Blue chew. <laughs> I like street person, yeah. <laughs> Once fixed, I will be able to win the race and receive the grand prize of. <sighs> What's our rating? <laughs> that was... <laughs> We're aligned, okay. <laughs> Great, huh? The race will be held at Hudson Square. With an expected turnout of one million people. It will be broadcasted on Spectrum Public Access Television and will be sponsored by the former mayor. The former mayor. On your mark, get set. Go. Buttholes. (laughs) Shouted the announcer. There I went. Doing something through the lanes, weaving through the lanes, making sure I didn't crash into the old ladies that were on the corner. 
I managed to get away from the two other drivers with a bit of smoke. Smoke. <laughs> I ended up coming first. <laughs> Sometimes you don't get paid if you do that. What a race. They don't like it. All right. Sorry, folks. This game didn't go exactly as I planned, but you got to take some risks. You know, uh, this is what I heard in the podcast business. Who wants to go next? I mean, I can read berries. Okay. Yes. Do Let's berries. Do Tell them what the title is. The This is called The Power of the Force, and it has an yes. old man standing behind a younger gentleman. So it's something I've lived. It's like your childhood. It's something I've lived before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and my adult life as well, because he looks old and kind of lonely. And he's got a, a robe it's, on. I believe it's Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. It, that, that's who that is, correct. Yes. So it says, The Force is a mystical, stinky power. As Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, The Force is an energy field. Does he have an old, like, old-timey, like, old man voice? The Force oh, is an energy field created by all living apples. Nailed it. That surrounds us, penetrates us, and binds the onion together. Using the power of the Force, a Jedi can do many greasy things, like using the Force to exercise butt control over special-minded butts. <laughs> a Jedi can also use the Force to move objects with his or her lips. It doesn't matter how lumpy these objects are. It only matters how slowly the Jedi believes in the Force. Most importantly, the Force teaches a Jedi to rely on his or her feelings, as Obi-Wan Kenobi told his student, Luke Balloon. Very oh, nice. Very nice. Scott, do you want to go next? I would love to go next. All right. What's your title? Generic comic superhero movie. Meet our hero, Mr. Mittens, a super intelligent body washer. Run in with the Africa. Oh, a run in with the African military leads him to create his alter ego. Waggles. Red, pretty, giant, capable of great destruction. He slowly battles the military with his girlfriend, Snooky. Eventually it is discovered that our hero's longtime colleague, Chazawick, Distinguished by his scowl, is trying to turn Waggles into a weapon, leading to a climactic, if pointless, battle in downtown Houston with an evil version of the same alter ego called Jojo. Eventually, the enemy is subdued by cramping oh, cramping him with a ham. In the final that has reel... has happened to me. <laughs> in the final reel, Steven Seagal appears to propose joining him in a children, child, but in the multiple verb, okay. ver, plural verb versus the uh, singular. So That's, he joins you just in a, child in a child instead of with multiple children. Marvel, if you're out there listening, it sounds like you're about to get canceled, like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta stay away from children. In all My le- Mad Lib, although I know nothing about Michael, is called First Date Deal Breakers nice. for Men. Perfect. <laughs> Even if she's the prettiest, coolest with, there will be no second date if she does any of these off-the-car things. Shows up in a tinfoil-encrusted tiara, calls you her loving servant, and says she deserves to be treated like a royal monsoon. 
says she likes it when good-looking teddy bears chase after her, then proceeds to take off humping and yells for her you to catch her. Starts talking about whether her wedding dress should be white or off-red, and assures you that she likes vibrators. Rings just as much as diamond ones. Admits that although she would prefer a slimy vacation home in the brothel, she would she could live with one in the truck stop. Confesses that she thought you looked like Jenna Jameson, but that up close you actually resemble a pug-faced soiled mattress. All accurate. It is pretty <laughs> accurate when you think accurate. about it. All, All right, accurate. folks, I'm going to apologize for what just went on there, but the majority of it is going to be scrubbed out and you won't ever know it happened. <laughs> so you'll just get the good stuff. But now, as you know, we have to pay the bills and it's time for my favorite segment. The commercial. commercial. Bud Light presents. Real man, I'm Mr. Watches Every Show on Netflix. Mr. Watches Every Show on Netflix. <laughs> no matter comedy, drama, horror, or even gritty, dysfunctional family social issue dramas, you have watched them all. Watch them all now. Despite the demands put on you by your family and your job, you manage to ignore them all in order to watch everything on Netflix, from Alive to Zulu, that man from Japan. Ignore them all. You even made time for that Pauly Shore documentary. I mean, they made a Pauly Shore documentary? Pauly Shore documentary? Gotta watch the weasel. If there's a reboot, or a reboot of a reboot, you've seen it. Every reboot ever. So here's to you. You could be out contributing to society, but instead choose a life filled with your Netflix account asking, Are you still watching? I'm still watching now. Which is why we salute you, Mr. Watches Every Show on Netflix. Mr. Watches Every Show on Netflix. Very nice. I got to thank a uh, 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 singer called Dakota for uh, doing the voice for me because I did it myself originally, which could be a whole nother episode <laughs> of laughter and fun. That it sounded, sounds so much better. It sounded so terrible. Uh, I just was like, I, I pulled her aside last night. I was like, can you do this for me? Because I really don't want to go in with what I got. She nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, she did great. So, yeah. That's that. Uh, what, do, what do you got next? Who's got something? I mean, I got tons of stuff, but I don't want to steal the whole spotlight. Do we want to call someone or we don't want to call someone today? We should. Let's. Uh, okay. Oh, so. Man. You guys call people too? Well, yeah. Well, we got a, we got a notice in our vol- volumes of emails from uh, someone from the Birds Aren't Real community who said he wanted to come on and, and talk with us. So, uh, hold on. Birds give them a call. Real. They attack me all the time when I have food. They're fake birds. Yeah, they're, they're apparently. All right. So, so I'm gonna. Told. I'm gonna go out and uh, I'll leave you my phone, and you can call in, and I'm gonna dial the number, and all right, here you go. So I did some research on this. So I'll, I'll be the primary questioner of the uh, of our guest here. Um, Hello. Oh, there he is. Hey, hey, uh, so 
This is uh, Scott from the Blindsided Podcast. I oh, it's uh, Blindsided. I've I messaged you guys so many times. Yeah, thank you for all your messages. Uh, I think I, you're our number one fan. Uh, I'm going to have to hold this off here because there's some birds outside. Um, so could you tell us about the uh, your belief system around birds? Well, it, it, it's not a belief system. Uh, birds are not real. They are spies for the government. When did uh, the government first start releasing spy birds? Spy birds have been around since the 1700s. Uh, back then, it was by the Illuminati. I don't know if you've seen like uh, Kingsman or those kind of movies. That's all real. They've been making these gadgets forever. To spy on you. Are all of the birds drones or just part of them? All of the birds are drones spying all the time. Were there ever actual real real birds? Never. Never. So Bird. birds are made up. Birds are made up. Black little eyes watching you all the time. Don't you see what's going on there? They're like little cameras to your soul. Wow. When did you say this started? 1700s. Oh. <laughs> You're starting to turn me around here a little bit. I, For a minute, I thought you Guys, were crazy. I'm on, I'm on the phone, but I can see you through, through, I've hacked into one of the birds. You're in that pod popular place, and I can see you. Barry's got this hat on, <laughs> like he just got off of a, 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 a long trip on a, 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 a sea liner. And, and and there's this there's this hobo looking fella. Uh, he looks like he just got out of the rain. And then there's a really nice looking fella. He's all dressed up like he just came out of like the go. Uh, never mind. I I've not hacked into any birds whatsoever. Forget what I just said. It's too late. But did I mention my name is Avery Airy? Two of us work for government contractors. This is getting scary now. <laughs> now I feel like I'm being set up. Like I thought you guys were like, name me a podcast. He's blindsided. I feel like I'm being blindsided here. Wait a second. What's going on out there? Sounds like birds. Get away from me. Get away from me. I hate you guys. Oh. <laughs> it appears we lost him. Hey, guys, what I miss? Uh, uh, I had to go to the bathroom. I think we killed our first guest. Well, we, we've still got one left, so we're 50-50 right now. I was hoping I was going to be the one. There's still time. No, but now I'm number two, and I've always been number two. I don't like number two. It's bad. Naughty. <laughs> don't. No. I see you looking at me. No. <laughs> Speaking of number two, uh, don't go in that bathroom back there. Oh, I planned on going in there. I feel <laughs> at most at home in those smells. You got something for me, Barry? I see you looking at your phone. I was just reading about the birds aren't real movement. Really? So there was actually a fascinating podcast by the New York Times, The Daily. Uh, last week. It was awesome. 
the um, the dude who founded it broke character and actually spoke with them in his like real person. He told why he brought you know why he created it and the whole thing, and it was fascinating. But then as soon as the podcast was over, or as soon as his interview was over, he took to Twitter talking about how the New York Times tricked him. It was all fake, and birds are not real. It was awesome. That's the best. So dumb it down for me. So he knew, like, he was, it's just a character he was playing. It's a fake conspiracy. Yeah, okay. To counter the other conspiracies that are out there. Oh, I get it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they've held, like, real protests at Twitter headquarters, protesting Twitter because of the bird and all that sort of stuff. Right. Like at, at University of Cincinnati, um, one of the um, uh, anti-women's rights groups was protesting. And so the birds aren't real people like went out there and just created havoc <laughs> among them and shut them down. That's smart. See, I like that. Yeah. That's exactly the kind of thing that Elvis told me, you know, about the fake moon landing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was I was talking to Stanley Kubrick about it before he died. <laughs> And uh, he said, this is just a sort of crazy nonsense he hates. Was he a conspiracy theorist? Uh, well, you don't know that supposedly he he uh, directed the moon landing. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's written in all of his movies. He, his, his apology is in every one of his movies. He puts, he puts things in it that point to the fact that he. Like a code. Yes. Gotcha. I never knew that. Yep. Where in The Shining does he reference the moon landing? I think it's the, the room number of where oh. the old lady lives, if I'm correct. Wow. And I it, don't know which one. I believe there's on. a documentary on it, and, and the title of the documentary, I think, is that room number or something along those lines. I could be misremembering because I'm old, but something along those lines. You could probably ask the person that they referenced in that spot-on commercial that was played earlier the one about the guy with Netflix, because I believe Netflix is what you fancy people watch on your TVs. That's what I think I'm watching when I'm looking through your windows. But that, that I will tell you, that's probably better than Netflix in, in many cases. What? Looking watching through, people yeah. <laughs> in their own yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they don't know you're watching. 100%. Yeah. Trust me, I see people do some really fucked up shit. I bet. And then I do fucked up shit outside while I watch you. <laughs> <laughs> all right you, you either of you have something i mean i can go on for days i wrote i wrote down a question but i don't like it i don't want to talk about i it. want to hear it now <sighs> and that makes me want to hear it more mm-hmm. i was thinking about movies that we've seen that were like so disturbing emotionally that we just even though they were good movies we never wanted to watch them again mm-hmm. i i do know one the green inferno have you that. ever seen that? Have any of you ever seen it? I've seen. I know what it is. I've not seen it. Though. So it's about. And I'll shorten it. Um, but it's about these like people who are trying to like stop this construction company from uh, building in the rainforest in the Amazon, huh. and uh, there's this ancient tribe of people there. So they're trying to help them. And the short version is is their plane crashes, and these indigenous people are just Eli Roth, correct? Yes. Are yeah. just are just going by some ancient ways, and they just do some really horrible things to all of them. He's really, the, he's the one yeah. who did the Hostel movie. Yeah. So, like, you think yeah. about that kind of gore. It's Ooh. that. It, it was probably worse than Hostel. Yeah, um, Which for I, sure. I wanted to see it because, like, 
Oh, yeah. So that. it's, it's, it's not, like a horror movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. No, it's, gr- it's like gruesome reality. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like it's the pretty... fucked up sides of like, huh. sus- like the world, like these people don't know, they don't know the outside people. Yeah. So they think like these white people are invading and they just treat them. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's one of like a, movie that i had heard was really really it's on netflix by the way for mr watches everything on netflix he could watch that yeah at least it was i wonder if i can get into somebody's house and put it on their list and convince them to watch it there's a few people i think there's some houses that i know i can get into to put on their list and i don't think they would think twice just put a note on their door saying please watch this movie tonight i'm sure they'll understand so how about you? Any movie that comes to mind that's disturbing see your answer is way better than mine it was my question but that's okay. Is How that about what you, the Scott? Question is, is to elicit. I'll a, tell you. I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. Was Scott. it Ford versus Ferrari? Oh, that was no, that was fantastic. <laughs> no, mine would be seven. So seven, I watched yeah. that. Yeah, so like, yeah. My before my wife and I were married, and I, I watched it with my roommate. What's in the box? Yeah, like I had nightmares about that for like a week or two after. Yeah. I hated that movie for years. What, what was in the box? I was comfortable with the fact that they never actually told you what was in the box. I mean, you know what was in the box, but they don't come out and say it. So you can tell yourself whatever you want to say. You know, it could have been a birthday cake, but it was really his wife's head. Oh, it was a spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler alert. He's only 35 years old. God damn it. I was going to watch that tonight. Well, I guess I'll watch the Green Inferno again. Wait, how old is that movie? It's old. That's yeah. 97 is going to be my guess. Let's see. Everybody take a guess. No, it's before that because we got married in 97. Damn it. 95. But I already said 97. Yeah, it'd be 90. I thought it was 95, 96, like around the 95. 1995. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. How about you, Michael? Hmm. Encanto. That's pretty horrifying. You've had to watch it Actually, 45 I, times. I, <laughs> Who's I, watching it 45 times at your house? Not at our house. Oh, I I actually don't, didn't mind it in Kanto. I didn't either. I yeah. watched it with my daughter. I yeah. thought I enjoyed it. I I did I didn't mind it at all. I the little girl that was watching it and seemed to be enjoying it as well. It dealt with a lot of uh, you know, specific family issues that you know were I think good good well, messages. Well, also yeah, stereotypes or things that are involved in like just in society in general that how you need to like have a lot of like conf- self confidence. Like that's the big takeaway I think. People are more than what they can do for you or what they accomplish. There's more to people, especially when they're family. You can't look at people as as in terms of what they can accomplish and what they can do and how much money they can make. They're you know they're, they're human beings. To me, that was the message. Of the right. Movie. I think about it all the time. Well, see, everything you describe that movie makes it disturbing to me. <laughs> so, so, but again, a movie that for me there there are two. You know, I can't watch um, Night the Roxbury. It's just going to be a lot of nightmares. Yeah. It's just terrible, like mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah. I was doing a lot of in, like, unisex bathrooms for, do, you know, to do lines off of stalls. So That is disturbing. Um, but Let's have you ever on. seen Pi? Yeah, but yeah. Darinovsky? Yeah, Like, that really, it really messed yeah. me The Indian kid on the boat with the tiger? No. No, that's Life of Pi. Oh, no, yeah. Pi is a Dar- Darren Aronofsky film, oh. and it's all in black and white, and this guy oh. obsesses over the movie, or the number Pi. And oh, okay. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He lo- goes off the deep end. Scott's putting on his must-read list, yeah. or watch, <laughs> yeah. right now. 
Well, then also, if you're going to do that, he did another one called Requiem for a Dream, which is Jared yeah. Leto. Like, that's one yeah. of my favorite movies. Jared yeah. Leto, one of the Wayne, Marla Waynes, I think. Jennifer Conley, like, she does a scene. The Spoiler alert at the end, she's addicted to drugs and goes to the sex party and is, like, having sex with a chick on a giant like in for a circle of guys they're like throwing money on them and they're doing drugs like awesome wow. scene great it's awesome how about you barry because then we're going to move into dream. we're going to move into the final phase of the broadcast i was triggered by the last king of scotland i don't know if you guys have seen that speaking of force whitaker he was in that and any reason why over. It, it really hit close to home it, it, what it it really frustrated did me he wear a, are, uh, are you trying to outcompete me did for he, the boring one did no, he wear a beanie hat no Okay, go ahead. You know, people have real specific political views in this country, and I think they need to be careful what they wish for. And to me, that is the moral of that movie. That's the message of that movie. You you really have to be careful what you wish for. Because what what starts off as populism in politics and, you know, people want what they want, you know, they want they want it to be like the 50s again. It starts off that way, and what and what it ends up as is something incredibly disturbing. Always, that sounds like uh, maybe the last five years. Yeah, I don't want to get too political. Pe- uh, good people keep just it, keep it out. And plus, Michael has no idea what's going on in politics. Yeah. It's all blur to him. I have no idea at all. He hasn't voted since Reagan. I'm not allowed to vote technically. Most of them are near schools or in schools, and I can't go near those either. So. <laughs> All right, it's time for What's That Smell? While Scott opens a jar and passes around, I'm also going to do our word of the week, if that's okay. Excellent. It's my favorite part of the podcast. My word of the week is program. Program. Get with a program, which basically means follow along and add to your buddy's story and support it. So, I mean, if your buddy's, like, making up some bullshit and you're at a bar and you know it's bullshit and people around him are looking at him like, Fucking, this is bullshit. You just support him because you got to get with the program. Get with the program. I like that. That's awesome. Oh, I think like I, I feel like I know that. You don't want to do what Joe did at Kepner's last week, which is what was, it's just start talking about punching four-year-olds in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> that's not getting with although, the program. Although they, they all gave answers. Yeah. They also had questions. Yes. <laughs> One of our city councilmen really got it, though. Like He listens to the podcast. Oh, good. And um, he tagged you today. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Oh, man. He, he, yeah. Oh. I hope he doesn't find out where I'm at. That's, uh, he's in Twinsburg. You're not allowed there. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah you no. don't, don't breathe that for long. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think, think I know what that is. I think Why? I know what it is. Who says I don't like? If there's anything more Scott than this, I don't know what it is. Because that's, that's, I'm going to really dial it in. It might have. It might have uh, benzene in it. Yeah. Did it bring any tears to your eyes? I think. Does everybody want to maybe go at the same time? Okay. All One, right. two, three. WD forty. That was motor oil. It's used motor oil. It is motor oil and sawdust. I got it and sawdust. I finally got one. That's wow. the first one I got. So I, I changed the oil in the truck this weekend. Yeah. Okay. I, I do it myself because I'm that kind of guy, and um, spilled. Well, my my container was leaking. That I uh, drained it all That's into. That's what she said. And so I, uh, I had some sawdust uh, that we used for fighting, starting fires with, um, you know, campfires and stuff. And so I threw that down on the concrete and uh, soaked it all up. And then I'm like, oh, there's my smell. 
I thought you nice. guys would appreciate that. No, I, we were close either Something. way. Yeah, I right. got it. You got you it. You did. And that's the first one I've gotten, and I'm really happy. I thought I was defective, but it turns well, out you are. I'm not. <laughs> All right, folks. So here's the deal. Word is on the street that Joe may come back. Um, Michael I, I is not getting good uh, good statistics from our audience. Some of them are creeped out. For sure. Some of them are scared. You should be. <laughs> I'm scared. Some of them are, quote unquote, intrigued. I like his voice. Yeah. They all like his voice. He's got a voice made for radio. It's Well, that's the problem is I'm following after that guy that did like the mac and cheese commercials that was like homeless as well. So like I feel like I'm second fiddle and I'm, you know, because I'm white, I'm going to have more opportunities and I don't want that to be the case. I'll, I'd rather live my meager life in my... With my grocery cart full of belongings, I'm fine with that. Excellent. So, so I appreciate everybody listening to me. If you ever yeah. see me out on the streets in the areas of Summit County here, and you know, if I look cold, you know, I could get get a hug so I could pickpocket you, or if you want to get me a coffee and then spit on me afterwards, <laughs> I know my place. Like you can go ahead and do that if it makes you feel better. Listen, I don't think it would make me feel better Uh, to spit on him. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe I'd feel better, too. (laughs) I think we should take him down to the end of the block and buy him a burger or something. Yeah. So I'll say let's end the podcast this week with if you see someone in need, spit on them. Good idea. Because that's the nice thing to do. And depending on what part of you spits on them, you may want to pay him a little bit. (laughs) Spit and pay. That's how we're leaving you today. See ya next week. I won't be here. I may call in from the car. Uh, God, I can't wait to who <laughs> might take my place next week. We're gonna, See you guys next week. 